I've been waiting. Ooh. Isn't that a pretty sound? That is not a wine bottle. It's not. It is not a wine bottle. It is a Rattler because it's summer and, you know, like, I don't know. It's hot. I don't really like to drink a a room temp red wine when it's hot. <laughs> when you're sitting at the beach. You're like, oh, pass me the red wine. No one says that at the beach. Like, get me an ice cold beer or, in this case, an ice cold Rattler. Yes. I um, found out I liked Rattlers last summer. Mm-hmm. And I love them. It's good, right? It is good. I usually get Stiegel brand. And the Stiegel brand has a lemon one that I really love and a grapefruit one that I know you really like. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have that. They were out. So I'm trying Bitburger. Or if you're German, Bitburger. <laughs> Based on the commercial that I listened to. <laughs> you were doing your homework. So you would say it right. Well, after that mirror, mirror, mirror fiasco, I was like... <laughs> Go figure it out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a rather, it's a lemon. I, I tend to like the lemon ones a lot. But it's really good. It's good. I, I mean, like this one. A good change of pace from mm-hmm. our usual wine. Thanks for bringing it. Mm. <clears throat> You're welcome. Hey, everybody. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Welcome to the Lady Bits podcast, where we. <laughs> Just to say the thing. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Lady Bits podcast where we talk about chin hair and better sex and all of the little bits and pieces in between. Bits and parts. Bits and parts. And we have we have really actually been talking about all the bits and parts in some recent episodes. Yeah. So we have. Um, if you didn't listen to, was it episode four? 14? I don't even know. The one where we talked about all the things, all the body part things. Oh, yeah. All of our flaws. Yikes. Well, we look at them as flaws, but the point of that episode was that they're not. They're just part of us. Right? Yeah. All the, the things that our bodies naturally do that we should stop looking at as flaws. Like the sagging. I say that, but I spent 30 <laughs> minutes before I got in the car to come here looking in my magnifying mirror, dealing mm. with all the things. So, I don't have a magnifying mirror. I don't want to see it up close. <laughs> I don't want to see the horrors. Like, there's probably like creatures that have established on yeah, my face or I have whatever. One and I wish I didn't, but I would freak out if I didn't have it because <laughs> I like to know. I like to know the things so I can deal with the things. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, so welcome back, everybody. Um, thanks for tuning in. It is summertime, finally. Although it's felt like summer here for the past month already. We've actually had a reprieve from like just the sweaty heat. ball heat. Sweaty ball heat. It's been awful. But it's been nice the past couple of days. So beautiful. So anyway, but we're talking about summer things tonight. We're going to talk about some fun, easy summer food mm-hmm. for you to have some ideas, some easy, easy things. And y'all know that we both love food a whole lot. <laughs> and we love to cook. We love to eat. We love to share. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Yep. I've got a few things that like are go-to. I th- you could really have them any time of year, but they just tend to, I don't know, They I think they taste better in the summer. And it could mm-hmm. be because... For me, I'll just go ahead and go first. Okay. One of the things that I really love to do is like a tomato cucumber salad. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing better than like summer 
tomato, homegrown tomatoes and cucumbers, mm-hmm. like garden tomatoes, garden cucumbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, if you don't have your own garden, which I don't right now, well, I'm just still trying to grow grass, for God's sake, <laughs> in my yard. Um, you can always go to like your local um, farmer's market and they've they've got all the homegrown mm-hmm. stuff that you can get there. So all I do is um, I tend to like the little tomatoes, like mm-hmm. the little cherry or heirloom kind of tomatoes mm-hmm. for this type of salad. So you have less of like the seeds and the juice, the like the the thing inside that can get kind of mealy, I guess, mm-hmm. with the tomato. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The innards. So I like to the use guts. the little cherry, the tomato guts. Uh-huh. I like to um, just slice uh, the little like cherry style tomatoes in half. And then I will cut up a cucumber or two. And then I also like to do some red onion mm-hmm. in like the little slices, thin little like longer slices. Mm-hmm. And then I will salt, pepper, oregano. And then I like to use... I have a lemon cucumber balsamic vinegar. Ooh. Do you make it? I don't. Uh, (laughs) I bought this one. Okay. It was from like a custom, like where it's like oil and vinegar shop. Mm -hmm. So they. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Create or bring Mm -hmm. it in after they've created. um, It's, yeah, it's a lemon. I think it's actually not a balsamic. It's a lemon cucumber vinegar, but it's very light and airy and it's fresh. Um, and it's sweeter. That lemon is so good in it. But nice. I will mix that all up, let it sit for a couple hours, and then it is, I mean, you can just keep eating it. That sounds And awesome. you don't have to feel bad about it. Like, you can fill up on it and know that you've gotten really good stuff in you. <laughs> Does that sound all right? Good really stuff good, in you. Like, you, you've eaten Get something some that stuff. you don't have to feel guilty about. Right. No, I love tomato cucumber salad. That's such a, is that a southern thing? Um, or is that know. like do do the people all over know about that? I don't know. If you're not southern and you know about tomato cucumber salad, let us know because I don't yeah. know. I'm, we live in a southern bubble, so I feel like <laughs> all the things we eat, everybody eats, but that's right. not always the case. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I love that though, especially in the summer. I mean, I'm a big fan of tomatoes in any form, especially between two pieces of white bread with some Duke's mayo. Oh lordy. There's yeah, that not is much like a summer. Better. That's a southern summer sandwich, though. Tomato sandwich, man. It has to be mm. just plain old white bread it's with Duke's be mayo with some salt. Soft. That bread's got to be soft yes. too. Mm. Yes, and don't try to put some bacon on it. Or nope, you don't have to spruce that up. No, no lettuce or cheese. Just, just do the thing. The tomatoes and the bread. Oh yeah, it's so good. It's, it's oh, the best. It's so good. That's not nice. the recipe I was going to talk about. But no, but that's another. That's a really like quick one that you can throw together. On the fly. Heck yeah. Great, like, picnic sandwich to make. If you've um, got a cooler, it's a great little beach sandwich. Don't don't make the sandwich ahead of time and put it in a bag and take it. Okay, just kidding. It's not a good one. No, it is good, but just take your tomatoes separate and assemble your sandwich on the beach. Because if not, your bread's going to be soggy-ass white bread, <laughs> and that's gross. You just got to make it right before you eat it. Um, okay, so my first one, I'm a huge fan of peaches. I love summer peaches, and so one of my favorite ways to to use peaches in the summer is to do a peach caprese salad. Ooh! So most of you probably know what a traditional caprese salad is: tomatoes, mozzarella, basil, balsamic 
drizzle. Mm-hmm. So this is basically the same thing. You just sub peaches for the tomatoes. So you get, I like to do a mix of like white and yellow peaches if you can find it. But whatever you have, make sure they're good summer peaches, not those, you know, shipped from, you know, Ecuador or somewhere. You just want local. Local peaches. They're, they're just going to be sweeter. So you want to um, cut those into wedges. And put some good mozzarella, not the shredded kind in the bag, but get some good fresh mozzarella. Oh my God, could you imagine? I'm going to sprinkle s- some Okay, guys, here's cheese. my caprese salad. This is my peach pizza. No, get some good <laughs> buffalo mozzarella and slice it and layer that in between the peaches. Okay. Get some basil. I'm growing basil right now, so I have a crap ton of it, and I love it, but you want to... Oh, nice. Um, so chiffonade that basil. Do you know how to... You can either chiffonade it or you can put the whole leaves but do you know how to chiffonade (laughs) i didn't even know that was a word chiffonade is how you cut basil into the um, skinny little strips so you lay your leaves flat you make a stack of flat leaves you Mm -hmm. roll the leaves up and then you slice the roll and it comes out in these pretty little ribbons but you can do it that way or you can stuff the whole leaves in between and then what I love to do, which is not traditional caprese salad, is some thin sliced prosciutto, mm. kind of laying on the platter with the, with the peaches is so good. And then you can either do regular balsamic reduction, or what I like to do is get a white uh, balsamic vinegar mm, okay. and do a two to one um, oil, olive oil to vinegar, and then drizzle that over. So you've got a white balsamic vinaigrette. Okay. Over that. The two to one being the two being your olive oil? Yes. Okay. And then the one being the vinegar. And drizzle that over, and it's amazing. So light, so summer, so perfect. And aren't peaches around for us right now? They're pretty... Um, you're, they, we're starting to get... What's our season? We're starting to get Georgia peaches in. Okay. Um, we don't have a lot of like local North Carolina peaches. We're on That's, the border, I think. Yeah. I think Millie told me because she wants to grow some peaches... Yeah. Peach trees. But we are starting to property. get some. I got some good Georgia peaches this week and nice. they were good. So we'll, um, for all these recipes we're going to share, we'll put the specifics on the website for you to have the recipe. But that's it. Peaches, mozzarella, basil, some mm-hmm. vinegar, some prosciutto if you want. And it is amazing. One of my favorite nice. summer salads. Nice. And what's really good about those is that there's no... No cooking. Cook time. No really. cooking. Like you're not in the stove at the stove, Mm-mm. and you're not assembling. in the stove either. You are not Ooh, on yikes, or people. in it or even around it. <laughs> you just so. use the ingredients fresh. Yep, it's just assembling, and that's a lot of what summer cooking is to me. Mm-hmm. You're gonna throw a piece of meat on the grill for sure, but then everything else, you really can just assemble some things and not have to stress about standing over a pot of boiling water. Right. When it's S- ninety degrees. Of, speaking of, uh, my next one is got boiling water in it oh good so. here we go <laughs> oh well um but i mean when i think of summer i think of potato salad mm-hmm. like i love a good potato salad and i'm really picky about them i don't like potato salads that um i don't like the store-bought ones you know where it, i just it's not my thing and i don't like pickles and stuff in mine typically um, so I have over the years just kind of taken things from potato salads that I have mm-hmm. tried mm-hmm. and enjoyed, and I kind of come came up with a, 
a recipe that I like. Um, and I I don't really have a name for it, but I guess the closest thing would be like, it's like a, a loaded potato salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or a loaded potato potato salad. <laughs> like a chicken salad potato, salad. Potato. Um, so I use, I like red potatoes, the little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will use like the small bag. You can find them. Usually it's in the, the actual... Um, produce section in the part that it's like the chilled part usually it's like a little net of Mm -hmm. the red potatoes sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll have yellow potatoes one of those or i don't know maybe it's like 10 to 12 of those little potatoes okay and then i boil them i don't know how long i just check it i just keep checking it (laughs) i wash them and then i boil them good luck recreating this recipe at home (laughs) (laughs) i will do my best to like really be methodic methodic nope nope methodical yes (laughs) and concentrate on exactly how i do this because i'm gonna i'm gonna make this this weekend because i'm in the mood for it but um i know that you boil the potatoes yep i usually just stick a fork in them to see if the i can it slides right off yes and um, I salt, obviously you salt it, but not before they bo- start boiling. Right. And then um, once they're uh, cooked through, you dump the water, drain them, and then I immediately put them in the fridge or freezer, depending on how fast I need them to cool uh-huh. and how much time I have in between. <clears throat> so, um, and then while that's going on, I make my like concoction mm-hmm. your dressing my dressing yes for my potato salad mm-hmm. and um oh and one of the other things you got to do um is start your bacon because there's bacon in mine oh girl so i like to put my bacon in the oven because i don't like to deal with it splattering everywhere mm-hmm. so you can i usually set mine i think and i like the thick bacon mm-hmm. i don't like flimsy and i do not microwave bacon that is blasphemous to me <laughs> you shouldn't be using microwave bacon folks just take a little extra time and put yeah. it in the oven and bake it. It's mm-hmm. really easy. Mm-hmm. So I like thick, uh, usually applewood bacon. Mm-hmm. And then I put that in the oven. I think I set it to like 400. And then I just watch it. And sometimes you'll get hot spots in the oven. So you might have to pull it out and like flip it or mm-hmm. turn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but make sure your bacon gets cooked. Uh, depending on what you like. I like mine a little on the crunchier side. Especially if you put it in a dressing. You don't want some floppy no, bacon in your you, you really salad. don't. You don't want chewy. No. I'm not a chewy bacon person. That's no. just not me. Um, so once you got your bacon, cut it up into like little bits, almost like you're going to make bacon bits. But dear God, don't you ever re- substitute <laughs> Real bacon for bacon bits for this salad, no. this potato salad. I mean, just don't cheat. Don't cheat in life or food. No. Just do the real thing. Take your time. Your mouth will love it. Mm-hmm. So after you do your bacon, um, I do a mix of, it's probably like a cup of mayo to a cup of sour cream. Oh, boy. Salt, pepper, paprika, and what else do I put in? I do a little bit of red onion. Like mm-hmm. I, I do probably a, maybe a half a cup. Of red onion, finely chopped, and then I mix that all together. The mayo, the salt, the pepper, the onion. The sour cream. The pre- pa- paprika. Pa- pa- paprika. <laughs> and the sour cream. Uh-huh. And I, I, you mix that together. Don't try to mix it 
with the potatoes at the same time. Right. It doesn't work that way. And then you, once your bacon has been cut and everything, you put that in there as well. And you okay. get like your whole dressing going. Mm-hmm. And then I will um, pull my potatoes out and then I go ahead and like cut them up a little bit and break them up because they're still going to be warm in the center. Like don't forget about your potatoes or they'll be frozen mm-hmm. or chilled. You don't want them super cold, mm-hmm. but you want it like cool enough that it's not a melted mess. Right. Um, and then you put your dressing on and then you can like, if you want, I like it, but not everybody is a big oniony person. I will do scallions on the top of it too. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. That sounds yummy. It's popular. Whenever I take it, there's never any left. So I guess I take that as a good sign. That's awesome. I love potato salad. It's like a weakness of mine with that, those like picnics. It's a great. It's one of the biggest portions on my plate. It's so good. <laughs> Lately, I've been doing, if I get a, at work, um, if I get a salad from the salad bar, I will also put a big old scoop of potato salad Ooh. on it. Like I'm trying to be She's good so and get good. some greens and veggies. And then I'm like, oh, but there's potato salad. Oh, yum. Yum. It's so good. I know. Yep. So oh. that's my potato salad. Okay, so you're going to get exact measurements. I will. Ish. I mean, southern food is really a lot of ish, so, you know, get... When I cook, there's a lot of ish. Yeah, as as it should be, <laughs> you know. That's uh, our philosophy yeah, in life. This is... And in food. <laughs> ish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's this size? What's this size? You just... you turn your head a little bit you're like and and tasting just tasting you can tell like if you want it more on the like i guess tart of creamy side put a little more sour cream in there Mm -hmm. you you've there is room for i don't know fudging it a little bit zhushing zhushing yeah how you like it um i like that okay so i've i on the my way here to record i was going through my list of summer recipes that i thought i might want to talk about and I mean, it's hard to narrow it down for sure. Right. But would it be awful if I did another peach thing? No. Okay. So. I mean, it might be awful to the people that like are allergic to peaches or hate peaches, but. Well, you can do this. You can do this next recipe without the peaches, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. It's peach cobbler. (laughs) Just (laughs) remove the peaches and you have cobbler. Which is bread. You have buttery crumbs. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh-huh. This is good. This is real good. Um, no, I want to talk about a grilled pork chop with Ooh. grilled peaches. Oh. I think you can substitute things. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Ish. <laughs> Just use whatever. Well, I mean, surely like like a cherry? You could, I mean, I don't know, you could or, uh, grill, I mean, you could saute some cherries or apples. For sure, apples really not a summer fruit. It's more fallish. It's, that's, if you want it to be fallish, you could do that. To throw a skillet on your grill and cook up some apples. Ooh, what about a kiwi pork loin? Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> cherries would be good, though. I mean, you could throw a skillet on your grill and, and saute some cherries with butter and mm-hmm. maybe some sage. Um, and throw Aren't that plums over. plums summer? Plums, yeah. Yeah. You could do a plum sauce. Yep. All right. Tell me about your peach anyway, sauce. Anyway, so you're going to... We're going to talk... Peach pork. We're going to talk about, um, first of all... First of all, <laughs> first of all, um, I love thick cut bone-in pork chops if you're going to grill. 
Um, the thin pork chops are so easy to overcook. Right. Um, and then they become chewy. And they're chewy. And also, it's Dry. just not enough meat. Like, you take two bites and it's over. And you're like, what? There's something what? to be said about the flavor that the bone The bone puts in, in and gnawing on that bone. When you're, oh, my gosh. Oh. So good. So thick cut bone in pork chops. I made this yesterday, actually. And my pork chops were about an inch, a little over an inch thick. Okay. They were they were a good inch and a half, maybe even. So you want to um, mix up, and I don't do exact measurements here either, but some olive oil, a little bit of um, vinegar. I, I used apple cider vinegar, but you could also use white wine. Okay. A little splash of it. Some minced garlic, um, a little bit of salt, and then... I used sage from my garden. Oh, you could also okay. use marjoram if you like, but I love sage with pork. So I got a handful of sage leaves, minced them up, threw them in the in a big Ziploc, and I just shook it up. Okay. And that's your marinade. So then stick your pork chops in there. Oh, nice. And let them sit um, at least three hours or even overnight if you're planning for a <sighs> grill the next day. And then heat your grill up to medium-high. And take the pork chops out of the refrigerator about half an hour before Always you let grill. Your, mit, your meat sit. Yeah, out. you want to let your meat sit and warm up a little bit um, before you throw it on the grill, so that you don't. It's harder to cook evenly if you have a cold center in your meat. So, anyway, about half an hour. You want to get most of that marinade off. You don't really need it on the grill. You can. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I left a little bit on there, but don't be too persnickety snickety about it but okay let it drip off because if you put that on the grill with all that liquid on it's going to drip down and it's going to catch on fire right and then you're going to scorch your right which you don't want to do meat. so anyway medium high heat throw your pork chops on the grill you're going to grill them for a, about a total of about 20 minutes about 10 minutes aside okay but just watch it you want to use that instant read thermometer that we talked about earlier yes and get it to 145 degrees inside you don't need to take it to 160 like we used to think you had to 145 for pork is plenty okay. and that way it's juicy it's not dried out um while those are on the grill take your peaches cut them in half okay um, remove the pit but you want to keep the halves intact you don't want to slice this up okay and then you want skin to skin on and everything skin on and everything you want to drizzle them with olive oil and sprinkle a good sprinkle of kosher salt on them toss okay. it up and then you're going to put about when you've got like five minutes left on your pork chops or even right after you've pulled them off because you need to let the pork chops rest before mm -hmm. you cut into them. Take your peaches and put them cut side down on the grill. Okay. And let them sit there for three or four minutes. I like to close the lid so they it hurries up the cooking a little bit. Okay. Um, but really three or four minutes is all you want. You want some grill marks. You want them to start softening up just a tad, but you don't want them to be mushy. Right. Three, four minutes. That's it. Take them off the grill. Slice them up. Put those slices on top of your pork chops. Oh, You're wow. done, and it is freaking fantastic. Did you make this for your family? No, I made it for one of my clients' families. <laughs> does yesterday. your Does your family get jealous when they hear of things like this? Yes. Like, we didn't eat this. Yes. Somebody well, else I did. get jealous of it. <laughs> I get jealous of the food I make for my clients. I'm like, I want to eat like this when I get home, but I you don't like wanna... set a plate for yourself at their table, and you're like, all right, let's dig let's in. Eat. <laughs> Hi, you didn't know this was part of my contract. Oh yeah, I... there's there's this is the connection <laughs> side. We're just building connection. Yeah, yeah. Folks. Um, but it's really good and super mm -hmm. easy, and that's something that you can do the night before, throw it in the fridge, and then when you come home from work, all you really have to do is light the grill, and you're done. Yeah, so that in a green salad is it. You don't really have to do anything else, and right. it is perfect. Right. Perfect summer 
grill food. I really love that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. So good. And as we mentioned, like you could totally, if peaches aren't your thing, I just don't know. Like I just love peaches. I don't know. Yeah. If you Can't don't like wrong. peaches, I'm, we're sorry. Get the hell out of the South. <laughs> <laughs> you should not be here. Well, we have a lot of people that aren't Southern that listen to this podcast. So, right. You know, you do you. Come, come on down. We'll show you. We'll cook for you. How to eat good. Heck yeah. We'll, so. we'll leave you with a smile on your face and your pants unbuttoned. Yes. We'll just wear <laughs> elastic pants. Or don't yeah, wear, wear pants el- at all. I'm wearing elastic pants right now that are that are being rolled over by my stomach right oh now boy. at this moment. And we're talking about pork chops. It's all right. Speaking of pork chops, my tummy. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just one big walking pork chop, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that right now. I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... I that I'd only brought two. Did you bring? You have a drink. You have a coffee mm. recipe, don't you? Yeah. So for those that like, I okay. So I I drink coffee on the daily, and in the summer, normally my go to is just black cold brew, mm-hmm. um, iced, and I I love it. That's like what I will go to. But when I'm feeling like I want something that's got a little sweet, a little bit something sweeter to it. I will I come up with this like coffee drink mm-hmm. and it's really simple. But what I like about it is that I can make it at home and it doesn't break the budget. Like I can't I can't afford to go get iced coffee every day from oh my, gosh, no. my local place. I right. love it and I would wish I could support them that much, but I just don't have enough money right now mm-hmm. in general most mm-hmm. of the time. But because uh, I spend it on food and, and my children. Um I get, like, whatever coffee brand, ice cold brew that you want. You can get them in the grocery store. The one I go with is, I think it's pronounced Stoke. Stoke coffee. It's, I don't know. I'll make sure that I have a link to it so everybody knows. But it's the Stoke brand. I get the black. Mm -hmm. They have different options that you can get. One with sweetener that's already sweetened. You can get one that's like a, I think they have a cold brew one. But I, I just get the iced coffee one. But it's a black, it's the black um, unsweetened. And then I have a sweet creamer that I use. It's sweet cream. And uh, I like to take it back to my childhood and use Nesquik syrup. This is what you made for me when I was at your house last time. (laughs) Yeah. And And it was really good. good. It's really good. So, and I think that's, it's roughly like an eight ounce glass that Mm -hmm. I, uh, that I make. And I use like three tablespoons of the sweetener and one tablespoon of the chocolate syrup. And it's 140 calories. And if I'm being honest, most like drinks that you get in the coffee shops, like if you're looking, I mean, you're, you're getting like three to f- anywhere between like two to 400 calories yeah. or more depending on like what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And so I like that this one's like literally 140 calories based on what I make. And it's good. It's sweet. It's it not really like good. it's not ultra sweet. So mm-hmm. if you're like a candy coffee kind of person, you might need to put like some simple syrup in it or the sweet cream actually. Just add more cream. Yeah. it it's If it's already sweetened, um, just add a little bit of that. But it is... It is good. It is really good. I can attest to that. It was fantastic. And it's just like quick, really quick go-to. You can throw it in your tumbler, take it to the pool. I do that a lot. Uh-huh. I take that coffee a lot to the pool. It's really and, good. Uh, or go to the beach and I take that in my water and mm-hmm. and I get my little caffeine fix and I don't break my budget. 
and then and I, and I have my little treat. So I love it. I might have to try it as a blended drink too, like Ooh, do ice in like it a and kind of yeah, like a frap. Nice. I might do that one time. We'll see. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Um, so yeah, those are all really good. So the the trick about summer is easy mm-hmm. and light and. Cool, on the fly, on the fly, save time in your life for the pool and the beach. Right. Um, not always in the time kitchen. With so family. That's the point. Yeah. Just do things that are super yummy and quick and easy. Yeah. And I like. It. I mean, we have a million others, and but those are the ones we're sharing today. So yes. if you make some of them, and we really hope that you do, um, let us know. Let us know what you think, or if you have questions about a recipe, shoot us a DM on Instagram yeah. or just comment on a on a post and we will answer right away if you have a question about how to do something yeah so don't, don't be afraid to ask no we're, we're happy to help yeah we would love to help so um another thing that we're doing new starting this week since it's summer is we're going to take a little bit of a breather not from the podcast but we are going to condense a little bit and not do the mini-sodes every week right um we're going to do one episode on tuesdays which is our full length and take a break from the minis for the summer so that we have a little bit more time and f- and space in our lives to be at the beach and hang out with our kids and right. make pork chops. And so. that's not to say that we won't share something that, like, we have found or that, you know, we want everyone to know about. We'll mm-hmm. still be um, sharing those things. They'll just happen to flow into the the full length right. episode right so yours was the rattler yeah the rattler it's, it's my it's it's been my summer drink for the last couple yeah. summers and that I seagull rattler is you i mean both it of our so faves good. it's really good so the grapefruit is really good mm-hmm. the lemon is delicious and so they're refreshing big cans mm-hmm. i think what is this i mean this is the same size one pint it's a, a pint, pint. Yeah, so it's a lot. I mean, I'm they, telling you, you, take these to the beach. They're so so good. Or the pool. Well, that's Amanda's. Whichever. Mine isn't quite as um like happy and delight. My <laughs> favorite thing that I was going to talk about as a new podcast that I listened to, oh. and it's called Believed, and it's oh. the it's the Larry Nassar story. Oh, yeah, that's not as light. I mean, it was fun. it's really heavy, um, but it is amazingly done produced it's Mm -hmm. a it's a well done podcast and I had no idea I mean I knew that the story was was bad but I had no idea how affected I would be by it right by how many people how many parents and how many um educators and how many other coaches how many other adults were told and warned and and really didn't know about it and did nothing. Yeah. And how they didn't believe and the girls didn't feel like they could they would be believed and so they didn't tell their story and you know it's just really a great story and a cautionary tale I think for for all of us who are raising kids for mm-hmm. sure and you know in this day and age when so much is being said about you know who do we who do you believe do you believe the victim do you believe the you know is it innocent till proven guilty sometimes it's not sometimes you right believe the person i don't know it's such a sticky it is conversation but, but that story just made me really um emotional and really yeah. affected by i mean hundreds of girls who were yeah. who were 
affected by this man and they mm-hmm. weren't believed and they weren't listened to. Yeah. And that's so sad. So it's anyway, it's called Believed and it's an NPR produced um, podcast. Very well done. So you should check it out. It's short. I think it's only like eight episodes. Okay. And um, so that's my this week I'm obsessed with. It's a great one. If you are, you know, I don't if I'm on the beach, I don't like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to the waves. But, you right. know, if you're on a long summer drive and you need a podcast to listen to, that's the one. Okay. Well, I think like what's important to remember. I mean, I'm sure that when you were listening to that, it, it um, validates the importance of like being advocates for your kids mm-hmm. um, and not being afraid to stand up for them mm-hmm. and to ask questions and to be direct, even mm-hmm. if it makes things uncomfortable or there's nothing that says, I mean, there's nothing that says that you can't um, ask, you know, even if somebody is like in charge or, or mm-hmm. higher up and, and they're the professional and they know it, mm-hmm. like you have to be willing to um, be the advocate for your kid mm-hmm. and trust and, your gut and, and be sa- yeah. all of that. There is so much to be said about instinct. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling a gut check, you should investigate it. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't just go by a, a gut check. You you know your kids. You know mm-hmm. your kids' behaviors. When things start changing, we you got to start paying attention and asking mm-hmm. questions, even if they're well, hard. And also, and, I mean, you can't prevent everything from happening. Right. You really can't. But we can be aware and and try and try our best to prevent those awful things from happening. Right. And, you know, don't put your kid in a, in a situation where they can be harmed like that mm-hmm. if you can avoid it. Oh, so. I think I hear uh, an upcoming episode maybe yeah. of something like that. Just some. Which we haven't really talked a ton about, like, p- being parents, mm-hmm. I guess. So we'll definitely chat more about that because I know we yeah, got good. a lot of listeners who are parents. Mm-hmm. No, I think we need to. And um, there's so many things we want to talk about, but that's a big one. Yeah. So anyway, that's my I'm obsessed with that. I I feel like I want to listen to it again, but I am taking a breather from it. But it's intense. It's not like a make you laugh. Right. Happy go lucky. It might piss you off. It'll it will definitely piss you off. If it doesn't piss you off, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> so anyway. And on that note, on that note, we hope y'all have a great week. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your pork chops yes. and your iced coffee and all the all, all your the salads, all your salads, all your salads. Mm. Mm-hmm. So thanks for stopping by, and we will see you again next week. All righty, bye bye, bye bye. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to follow us on all the socials. We are the Lady Bits Podcast on all platforms. The Lady Bits Podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holloman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband, Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use of their recording studio and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com. That was yeah. really that was really heavy. I didn't mean for it to like <laughs> summer, summer, summer. Let me tell you about this podcast that like <laughs> just grips your heart.
Actually, I'm listening to a podcast right now that is just devastating. Well, I mean, I tend to listen to a lot of dark I love a true crime. Yeah, I do too. mm -hmm. What are you listening to? Broken Hearts. Oh. It's about a family. Um, It was, they were like in the news, but um, it's about the... Um, I'm only like episode, four episodes in and I, it's it's like a small series but um, it's about a family they're called the Hart family mm-hmm. and it's two women who adopted six um, African American kids they were two sets of three siblings mm-hmm. and they um, um, adopted them and then like years down the road they drove their vehicle off the cliff with all their kids inside why it's going we don't nobody really knows oh my god but that's that's what i'm reading or listening to right now no it's it's really it's talking it's pretty much the premise is um you don't know what's going on behind closed doors you don't you gotta pay attention that's crazy so but yeah it's going it's kind of going back to being like okay like this is not at all what the what the social media Mm -hmm. side of it was so Mm. i'm just feeling so good about myself right now we're about to lighten it up a lot with this next (laughs) one though oh i probably should chug this where's the straw does anybody have a straw (laughs) 